Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Hey, welcome to the show, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Uh, uh, we've been really working hard here at ExitCoachRadio.com to prepare interviews, uh, books, and assessment tools that you can use. You can find all of it at ExitCoachRadio.com. We have an audio library. We have several books and guidebooks you can choose from, and also uh, a lot of assessment tools, a lot of good stuff for you because you're our hero, the private business owner. Uh, my next guest is Dr. Arlen Berger, and he's from Leadership Coaching in beautiful Santa Cruz, California. And Dr. Berger is going to talk to us about you and your speed uh, about becoming a faster leader. He's a CEO and executive coach. And uh, I can't. I better pick up my pace a little bit, Dr. Berger. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not fast enough today. How are you? How are you this morning? I'm good. I'm good. good. I'm good. It's good. actually uh, not. It's it's not that beautiful in Santa Cruz. It's kind of cloudy and overcast today. So, <laughs> getting the getting the gloom. Well, hopefully it'll burn off and you'll have a beautiful afternoon. Uh, tell yeah, us a little thanks. bit about yourself and and your background. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I, I have my PhD in organizational behavior and. Um, I've had my own consulting business for 25 years, uh, mainly in uh, California, and I've really focused a lot on companies that are in the technology space, uh, you know, whether it's moving parts to um, making products, that sort of thing. And um, my, uh, my firm delivers, you know, a wide range of executive coaching, CEO development programs, and then we also do a lot of work in in the area of acceleration, you know, team acceleration and, and organizational acceleration. We, we all know that, you know, big companies can be slow moving and small companies really have to move quickly. Um, but uh, why do you think speed is in a leader is so important? Yeah. You know, I really started focusing on this the, over the last eight years or so. And, I really come to a position that you know a lot of the ways that we approach leading is just it's just too slow and too cumbersome you know that we often form these models of leadership when the pace of work was different and the world was slower and what we what we really need now what I'm trying to coach uh, my clients is that we kind of need a basic reset in how leaders approach their work you know we can't just throw more time and more energy at it. You know, we don't really have any left to give. Everybody's working extremely hard. What we have to do now is really learn to, you know, to lead faster, to to lead quicker, get things out of our hands and into the hands of our teams rather than focusing on, on control. We simply must get faster as leaders. It makes a lot of sense, and we're certainly in a, a, a light-speed pace decision-making um, world today when you know, the average person gets, I don't know how many emails, but it's, in, in my inbox, there's well over 100. You just have to make those quick decisions and move on. But so let's give, give us some examples of how a leader, uh, some of the areas that they can improve their speed in, for instance. Sure. The, um, I, I think one of the first things that you, you really need to do, and 
this is something it's it's not real um sexy but it's really important and I tend to spend a lot of time with the people that I work with this and that's um getting better control over your time. You know, I mean, we've been talking about time management for 50 years and it's just it's it's never you know, it's, it's just so absolutely critical right now because like you said, you know, there's so many demands on our time and uh, um so just getting better control of your time, being strategic in your use of time rather than always being reactive and counterpunching, you know, I I, I work with a lot of people who their their inbox be, becomes their priority list. And what I really try to do is to say, let's let's step back and really manage your time strategically. If you can't be ahead of the curve, if you can't be proactive, then you're always reacting, and then you're always you know, you're always counterpunching. And and then rather than you managing the situation, the situation is managing you. So I, I, I'll actually sit down with people. We'll go through their calendar, and we'll look at strategically how to allocate it better. We'll look at the mm. things that are really, you know, disrupting their time. Things that are getting them off track. You know, oftentimes what we do is we have meetings that aren't effective. We have people that don't use our time effective. And so we spend a lot of time just getting your arms around that and really saying, you know what, your time is your most important resource, and so you want to really manage it well. Yeah, I I know a lot of people that are on that treadmill. I work with a lot of small business owners, and they're they're just doing everything all the time instead of, I guess, maybe maybe you can give us some some good tips for that, but blocking, batching, and, and, and avoiding <laughs> maybe are three of the big the biggies in that area i would imagine yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, what, yeah. What's, what slows most people down in your in your experience what are some of the things that slow leaders down well you know the um so there's there's several things you know what what i like to encourage leaders to think about is to say you know it goes back to that old saying for every action there is a reaction and so if if you think about it resistance is one of those things that really slows leaders down right so and resistance can be in a lot of different forms it can be you know kind of the classic resistance to change you're trying to get your organization or your team to to pivot and to move um you know with more agility and people fight that because change is you know new and novel and it, and, and it threatens you know new ideas new approaches people can fight that you know um Resistance can be in the form of just uh, rules and regulations. You know, my wife and I, we own um, an assisted living um, place which really focuses on uh, people who have dementia and Alzheimer's. And you wouldn't believe the amount of new regulations that crop up uh, every year. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, you're a business owner and it's challenging enough just to, you know, to be competitive and get your products out but all this resistance and drag in the terms of regulations and, and, and resistance to change really slows leaders down. And, uh, you know, it's like you said, too, I think organizations, you know, once they get into place, it's that bureaucracy creeps in, you know, things get kind of stagnant, things get well-worn. And so if you're a leader and you're trying to accelerate your team, you're oftentimes fighting your own organization just in terms of its bureaucracy. Yeah, and another thing yeah. I like to yeah. to focus on too is that you know sometimes as a leader you're 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 your own worst enemy. So if you have like a high need for control or you want to you know have your fingers 
on everything and in everything. You can actually, uh, by your own behavior, slow your organization down. Well, I think we we run into a lot of that at the smaller business level where they they don't see the they see an employee hiring an employee as an expense, not a freedom uh, exercise that will allow Absolutely. them to focus on higher things. Can you talk about what you know? One thing, giving yourself some space and by by time management and what can happen when you give yourself that kind of space. What are some of the the upshots of that? Yeah, well, so one of the things when I go through somebody with their calendar, um, so I have this process that I call STAB, Strategic Time Allocation Budget. And what we actually do is we plan for about 80% of your time utilization. And rather than than using your, you know, managing your time from your, your inbox, what you do is you, you manage your time to these strategic categories. And so you might have product development, you might have employee engagement. But one of the things that I make sure that we always put in that calendar is what I call time to think. And um, so you know, I wanna make sure that every leader, every CEO that I work with budgets that time to think, which is really where you define strategy, this is where you're creative, because if you, the irony is if you don't schedule that and you don't defend that time, what happens is that's oftentimes the first thing we give away, right? So there's always, you know, these urgencies and mm-hmm. fires we've got to put out. And so what we end up sacrificing is that time to think. And so that's really one of the critical things to make sure you actually put that in your calendar. You block out that time and say, you know, Thursday afternoon is my time to think. I'm not going to take any meetings. I'm going to make sure that everybody on my team knows that it's only under a, a real emergency that they touch bases with me then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. It's just giving yourself that time, and from that can help you really work on your business. That's great time to to be the become that visionary that you really – what most business owners I talk to, Dr. Berger, they just want to go from being overtime president to part-time chairman of the board someday and yeah. be in that yes. – you know, get back to the vision and the, and the imagination of what the business can be. And when they're too busy doing it, they, they constrict and they get stressed out because a lot of times they're probably doing it yeah. wrong. Yeah. So what's the, yeah. what's, at the par- what's the paradox that at the heart – of becoming a faster leader, yeah. what is the paradox? The, 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 the irony of that is it, 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 you have to go slow to go fast. And what I mean by that is um, you know, when I talk about fast leader, I'm not talking about just being frantic. And you know, I'm not just talking about just you know uh, pedaling away as fast as you can. You know, fast being fast from my perspective is being about being efficient and effective on the things that really matter. And and to get there, you have to invest. And so, you know, what, what I like to tell my clients is, you know, speed and acceleration doesn't happen by accident. Um, it's a deliberate, thoughtful process where you plan and you invest. And, you know, I was listening to, the you know, the person that was on um, uh, your show just before me, and she was really emphasizing about, you know, teams and, well, you know, it's no surprise that if you want, a, you know, a strong supporting cast and a good team, you've got to invest in that. Mm-hmm. And so if you, if you really want to accelerate, there's no shortcut. You have to invest in your, your, your supporting cast. You've got to 
invest in systems, you know, efficient organizational structures. I like to say that, you know, if you really want to be a faster leader, you need to build an ecosystem around you. And this takes time and patience, and it's something that you build over time. Very good point. And, you know, for a lot of people that are listening, they may think, yeah, that's all well and good, but that means I have to go backwards before I go forward, and how do I know it's going to work out, right? That, is that the big yeah. the, the big problem for a lot of uh, people that you talk to? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it, it is the... Uh, you know, it's the focus on the now, and, uh, you know, it's just like anything else, though. If you really have a strategy, you want to have time to invest in that and think that through because that's going to be the difference between success and failure. And so it really is a lot about your own discipline in that it is, you know, going back to making sure that you have the time to think this through, uh, you know, making sure that you have the time to interview because uh, your talent pipeline is 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 just so incredibly important, and you know it's like here, here's where it oftentimes comes into play, where you have a key person uh, that's been with your business for it might be your second hand, you know, your second hand man, and they've been there in a long time, and you really count on them, and then they get a, a better offer, and they're gone, and now you're in that position where you have to you know you have to really start over. And so these kinds of investment activities, making sure you've got a pipeline and you're continually looking for people, those are the investment activities that allow you to keep this pace of change. These are these are leadership traits that a lot of small business owners especially forget that they've got a dual role. A lot of, a lot of them are owner operators and they're doers in their business, but they also need to revisit that leadership role and and develop their their business structure like you said and and do some of these leader activities very important stuff so when you first meet with business owners uh, what are some of the things that you hear from them some of the frustration statements or the need statements where you identify that you know this is this is somebody that needs me badly yeah well the the first thing is that they're they're feeling kind of uh, out of control and that is you know it is they're they're putting in you know, extremely long hours, you know, and it just seems like they're always on, always connected. And they and they can't get away from that. And, you know, because they're the, the point person for their business, like I said, they're always on. So they're spending weekends. And they're oftentimes at a position where all this, um, you know, all this uh, uh, stress and strain is really showing on them, right? So they're they're kind of hitting the wall, and they want different right. ideas. Right. Think. I can't just work harder. I can't just, you know, I'm already spending 80 hours on this. I can't do it anymore, right? So that's that's kind of right. one classic thing I run into. You know, second thing is that you know, a lot of business owners struggle with, um, you know, what happens next, right? So they want to have an exit strategy for their business, whether it's selling it, you know, but oftentimes they're they're really struggling with you know I need people in my in my business in my company that have that same level of commitment and engagement that I do right so it's I need people that are really going to invest in my business because the scalability and sustainability is you know it's just critical you know it's like you know, a lot of people will say hey if if I leave tomorrow I get hit by a truck my business goes away and that really scares them and frightens them so. You know, this idea about building an ecosystem and leveraging other people becomes absolutely crucial. You know, so it's, you know, it's oftentimes those two things. I'm, you know, I can't, 
I'm fully engaged. I don't have any more energy. You know, right. I'm worried right. about my sustainability. And, you know, I just really need some ideas about how I get ahead of the curve on this and how I, you know, how I, like you said, how I can go from being, a, you know, an always-on, you know, president of the company to really focusing uh, on strategy and getting a little bit more work life in my in my life. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. A lot of people are out there. Those two are, are – uh, they feed each other. I'm too busy. I'm working too hard. I'm doing too much. And the company's all about me, and I've never done anything about that. Uh, that's just a recipe for disaster. And I think a lot of baby boomers are hitting that wall now and saying, I want out of my business. But the problem there is there is no out because there is no business. It's just your crazy job description <laughs> in the first yeah. place. And, and yeah. so you have to you have to kind of come to that that realization and start the process of of building out the team and and it, so a lot of it starts with that conversation i find maybe you can validate this a lot of people when you get them some of their time back they become much happier and you go oh, back absolutely. and it's a diff, it's a different person sitting there a couple months later absolutely absolutely you know there's there's nothing more important than feeling like we have a bit of control in our time you know is uh, you know, peter drucker was a a famous management writer, and he said, you know, if you can't control your time, you can't control anything. So <laughs> you get back and you get to that point where you're getting a bit more control over your time. You have time to think. You can actually think ahead. And it's a fundamentally different place, you know. But, again, it goes back to it doesn't happen just by flipping a switch that, that you know, if, if, you're, if you're really going to move down this path, you want to start investing and you want to realize that this takes some time to get these things in place. But the beauty is once you have them in place, you truly are a faster leader. That's beautiful. I love it. Uh, it you know, it's, it's really something, I think it's epidemic today more than ever because so many of the business leaders and owners out there that started their business as young baby boomers are now older baby boomers. They're between age 53 and 70, of course. And they didn't sign up for 100 emails a day. <laughs> and quick, you know, we didn't know what was coming at us because it was always promised that technology would set us free, not, not keep us captive 24 hours, 24-7. So uh, I really appreciate what you have to say. Now, you are a Vistage speaker. So if, right. if you're listening and you're a member of a Vistage group or a, a lot of Vistage chairs listen to this as well, uh, Dr. Arlen Berger, B-U-R-G-E-R, is available at fasterleader.com or leadershipcode.com. And you've got a couple books. you got one out and you got one coming out. Tell us about those. That's right. Yeah. So I have uh, Leadership Helping Others to Succeed. And that's a book about really, you know, the role of leader is not so much what you do yourself. It's about how you enable the rest of your team and your organization to perform. So it's really that idea of how you leverage and make other people succeed and how that makes you succeed. And then, yeah, coming out in June, so um, I'm uh, coming out with uh, Pedal to the Metal Leadership, Accelerate Yourself and Your Team. And it really is my response to everything that we've been talking about. You know, it's, it's a, a book that's just chock full of ideas and strategies for for how you accelerate yourself and how you accelerate your team and how you get ahead of the curve. And that's coming out in, in June uh, on Amazon. It will also be available uh, on my website, uh, leadershipcode or fasterleader.com. 
Extremely valuable information and important. It's it's certainly something all of us can relate to, I think, today that we need to do better with our time and getting decisions made and blocking out, giving ourselves a break. <laughs> so, Dr. Yeah. Berger, I really, I really appreciate you coming on. Is Besides your websites that I mentioned, leadershipcode.com and fasterleader.com, is is that the preferred way for people to get to know you, or should they sure. uh, right. touch yeah. another way? My, okay. Yeah, my contact information is all on the website, uh, but you can reach me at Arlen, A-R-L-E-N, at FasterLeader.com. Uh, I'm also on, on Twitter, so if you have um, listeners out there who follow Twitter, uh, you can follow me at Dr. Arlen. Um, I'm also okay. on face, Facebook. I have a Facebook group, uh, Faster Leader. And then I'm also on uh, LinkedIn with, uh, and again, you just look up my first and last name, Arlen, A-R-L-E-N, Berger, B-U-R-G-E-R. Well, you've got all the bases covered there. That's great. And so <laughs> it won't be hard to find you. Uh, just probably you could just Google Dr. Arlen Berger, B-U-R-G-E-R, and uh, find out more and, and get in touch and get your life back. <laughs> People, yeah. come on. <laughs> it's it's Absolutely. Uh, it's something that it seems so intuitive, and yet um, it's very important information, and you need help with this. So, Dr. Berger, thanks so much for coming. It was a pleasure to talk with you today, and I, I got a lot out of it. I took a lot of notes. I hope our listeners did, and I look forward to the next time we speak. Great. Thanks, Bill. We're going to take a sh- Okay, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back to wrap it up um, in just a second. Hi, everybody. This is Spike Real for The Exit Coach. Business owners, can you name the eight key value drivers that you and your managers should be focusing on to increase the value of your business? Introducing the Sellability Score Index. Visit our website and answer 25 questions about your business, and you will instantly receive your Sellability Score, showing you how well you stack up in the eight value driver areas. It's a great management tool. It's absolutely free for our listeners. Just visit ExitCoachRadio.com and click Get My Sellability Score. Does thinking about what will happen to your business if you're gone keep you awake at night? Will you get the price you need from your business to carry you through retirement? The BEI Network of Exit Planning Professionals is the world's leading advisor network with the power to help business owners transition out of business on their own timeline and terms. Ask your most trusted advisor to create a BEI plan for you or visit us at ExitPlanning.com. That's ExitPlanning.com. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 